know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hello, hello, hello It is 2 o'clock in the morning I haven't made a podcast Or I haven't been on social media In like two weeks I've been doing pretty good Um, Pretty much I'm just really taking care of my soul To be honest um, I had like a small health scare where, um, I don't want to go into details. I had like a small health scare or whatever. And it just showed me that I need to really take care of my soul and take care of myself or whatever. Like I do a lot. I do a lot. And I really need to manage everything that I do. But anywho, I'm okay. Thank God for that. Whatever. But, um... I haven't been podcasting. I haven't been making episodes. And I wasn't at first because I really, my plan was to come back on here um, the end of the month. Um, God showed me like this month is, is, it played a big part in my life. Like this the month where like everything changed in my life last year. Where this is the month where I plant a seed in my life and everything literally changed. So this like a month that I'm going to celebrate like. I got stuff planned or whatever. But um, I did want to share one thing with you guys. Hope that don't be long. I'm starting to feel like a pastor when they be like, I won't be long. And I'll be like 15 minutes. But hope that won't be long. But um, I just know that I probably like Facebook friends and people who's probably checking on me, worrying about me and stuff like that. I'm okay. I just had to inform that. But no, let me just get into what I wanted to talk about really quick. Uh, I think my best friend, she sent me a Bible verse today, but it was like 2 Corinthians 6. So after I, after I was reading 6, I went to 7, and 7 like really stood out to me or whatever. So I'm going to read it really quick. I don't know which one I was looking at. Um, It say we couldn't, okay, this is um Corinthians 2, 7 verse, 7 verse 5. Um, it say we couldn't rest physically. We were surrounded by problems. There was external conflict and there were internal fears. However, God's comfort people who are discouraged and he comfort us. And then I'm scrolling down to. I'm scrolling down to verse eight in that same um, chapter. So it say, even though my letter hurt you, I don't regret it. Well, I did regret it just a bit because I see that the letter made you sad, though only for a short time. Now I'm glad, not because you were sad, but because you were made sad enough to change your heart and lives. You felt godly sadness so that no one was harmed by us in any way. Godly sadness produced a change in heart, a life that leads to salvation and leaves no regrets. But sorrow under the influence of the world produces death. Look at what this very experience of godly sadness has produced in you. What a desire to clear yourselves of blame or fear 
what purpose such concern what justice and everything you have shown yourself to be innocent in the matter so although i wrote to you it wasn't for the sake of the one who did wrong or the sake of the one who did was wrong but to show you your own for us in sight of god because of this we have been encouraged child even by me reading out loud it it blows my mind it blows my mind i'm going to read this one part one more time now i'm glad not because you were sad because you were made sad enough to change your heart and your lives you felt god said you felt godly sadness so that no one was harmed by us in any way godly sadness produced a changed heart and life that leads to salvation and leaves no regret but sorrow under affluence of the world produced death sorrow under the world influence produced death had to repeat that look at what this very experience of godly sadness has produced in you look at the desires it put in you look at the fear it took away look at the purpose it producing you like everything you have shown yourself and made innocent child yo i'm back <laughs> i'm not back because this is not the only one i'm gonna do until i'm i'm done going through this little process whatever like god really had me in a season side note god really had me in a season where he's literally fixing my crown like it's so strange like god like okay i feel like god literally took off my old crown and literally is placing a new crown on my head right now so that i'm thankful for but back to this bible verse they said there's a godly sadness and there's a rural sadness this is refers oh this is crazy because i was i made a podcast on good pain and bad pain and i even know about this bible verse cool but no it's pretty much saying what i was saying in that um podcast about good pain and bad pain so this verse is saying like there's a such thing as sadness that's produced from god but god calls situations in our life to make us sad because if we like i always say if we never got to that point we never would have the desire to change like we never would have desire to want to do better like that sadness produced something like it said that godly sadness produced a change in our heart that led to salvation and it left no regrets like whatever that situation in your life is that made you sad god did on purpose point blank period like god did it on purpose like god allowed that but don't get it confused because in that same verse it said there's a sorrow or a sadness that's produced from the world and that don't come from god this is mind-blowing this is literally what i just said in my good pain and bad pain podcast but no like it's literally two type of sadness and it's like that good sadness like i said in my um podcast like that good sadness is it said only it's only for a short time like that pain don't last forever and that's something that we have to get through our head like it's not going to last like it's not going to stick with you forever it's only for a moment like it's it's only god only using that temporary sadness that you're feeling right now just to produce you just to make you um produce purpose out of you like oh my pastor said something so crazy today he said this might be off topic he said this pandemic been going on for nine months what did you produce no what did you birth let me rephrase it he said the pandemic been going on for nine months what did you birth out this pandemic i'm like sheesh and this pandemic it really taught me i i've noticed that i how can i phrase this 
my relationship with God is a hundred times better than me in a church building. And don't get me wrong because I love church and I can't wait to go back to church, but I learned how to survive without a church building. And I learned how to know God personally. And one thing I'm learning right now in the last few weeks, God is showing me things in my heart that's not good. And it's forcing me to pray more. It's forcing me to spend time with God. It's forcing me to focus on God and nothing else. And it's actually like testing my faith right now. So sometimes situations have to come up. Because like if these situations don't come up, they will literally stay the same in your heart. And you will, you'll be stagnant. You will be stuck in life. Like you won't be able to move forward. So that's what God is teaching me lately. Like God is like, okay, I think one of the scariest prayers that I learned, God expose my heart expose things in my heart that's not of you because when you ask that i remember i asked that probably a few days ago and i felt this weird i'm not, I'm not even going to say what i felt but it was this weird evil i'm not it was something that's not good and it was it was like i'm like where does this come from like this not who, who i am and i forgot that i asked god that particular prayer like ask god to expose the root or expose your heart expose your true heart because sometimes we don't know our true heart. When, we, when we're so used of ourselves, we don't know ourselves. And God knows our heart. So ask God that prayer. And be prepared when when you wake up and you feel some strange feelings. Because that prayer is it's like a brave person to do that. You got to be prepared for what comes with that. But that Bible verse, it was really profound. Because it was like, there's a good sad and there's a sad that come from the world. There's a sadness that the world put on you, but then God give us this certain sadness and that sadness take us out of our comfort zone. That sadness take us out of not being in a certain headspace no more. Like we need that sadness. And that's one and that's why this month is so important to me because man, like this is the month this is the month I bought I bought my purity ring. This is the month I made this podcast. And like I always say, I made this podcast in, in the most painful moments of my life. And I I was just making it just to make it. I didn't make it the intentions of helping nobody. To, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I want to help people and share my journey. But it, I didn't think that it would go far. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come back and make a podcast when I hit 5K listeners. Like, I hit 5K listeners two weeks right after I said that. And it's just like, it's it's been amazing. But that sadness, like this podcast is an example of that verse. Like that sadness produced this. Like that sadness was a bad sadness, but it was a godly sadness. And that godly sadness is something we have to embrace and sit in and just appreciate it. Like crazy as that sound, appreciate that sadness. Because it's something else waiting on the other side of it. But sometimes we just we just hold on to it. We just grip it. And one thing God taught me today is like, um, don't focus on the problem. Don't focus on the problem. Whatever problems you have in life, don't focus on it. If you keep, if you tell God about the problem and you just focus on God and that's it, don't put too much focus in on your problem. Don't put too much focus on it. Like yo, it should be God then your problem, not your problem then God. You you don't pray to God say God, okay, I need help in this area, but every day that's your main focus. I I, I gotta get over this. Like I got I gotta let this go. Like no. You should be like God. I need your strength, and I'm gonna put in the work. So I'm gonna give this to you, and then you let, then you you try to let it go. It's easy said and done to let it go, but 
one thing God told me, like, God was like, you pray for stuff and then you focus on what you pray for instead of allowing me to do what I do. Like, let it go. And I say, let it go. Let it go with your heart. Take that grip off your heart that's holding so tight to that problem or whatever. See, y'all, I ain't supposed to come over here and do all this. You know what? Like, I'm off tomorrow, so my body be like, you know, like when you used to be in school and it was Friday and you had to go to school Saturday. That's how my body be when I have an off day. <laughs> it's so weird and it irritates me. Like, go to bed because I still have to get up early in the morning. But, no, I just had to share that really quick. And I don't even know what I'm going to title this. I don't even know. I really don't know. But I am thankful, though. Like, I am thankful. Like, I am really in this in a month right now where God is just... He's he's like I, I want to say he's polishing my crown, but he's not even polishing my crown. Like he literally took off my old crown and just like literally replaced it with something new. And I'm just in a season where I'm just learning. That's it. Sometimes the teacher can't talk, and I I ain't the teacher right now. I'm not. I ain't gonna say I ain't because my best friend we about to take some etiquette classes because me and me and sis trying to go places in life and trying to take the east side out of us. But no, that Bible verse is really good. So look at 2 Corinthians 7, I think 7 verse 6. I think I read it in, read it in common English. Is it common English version? It's something common English Bible. I forgot the version I read it in. But read it in that because it makes so much sense than um, the other ones, especially even though like I read the Bible all the time, I still like it in that. But I understand King James, but I'd rather read something. For me to understand it and like the Bible... And I like it, but to be interested in it, I have to read it in that verse. But let me pray before I get off here. This child, I got some work to do in my little soul. I got a lot of work to do. I have a lot of work to do. But Lord, I just ask you, allow me to speak through my spirit and not my flesh, God. And I just want to say thank you for this platform. I just want to say thank you for everyone that's listening. Thank you for everyone that rode this wave with me. Thank you for the women that I touched. Thank you for the women that I touched at. I have no clue who I never met. I hope one day I can shake their hand and just to tell them how proud of I am. But until then, God, I just hope you show them how proud that you are of them. And I just pray that in this season, after listening to all these podcasts, that one woman, just one woman, if I can just have one woman begin to find her worth, begin to heal, begin to love herself, begin to put herself first and begin to find self-love, Lord. In order to find self-love, Lord, she has to fall in love with you first before she can discover who she are with you, Lord. And even if it's a man that's listening to my podcast, God, I ask you cover his mindset. I ask you cover his heart, Lord. I ask you cover his brokenness, God. I ask you heal his brokenness, God. I ask you every broken area that he have or she have, God. I believe that you are the healer and no one else can heal that pain but you, God. And I just pray that they trust in you. And they allow you to just heal them and just free them from everything that they held on to, everything that try to hold them back, anything that's delaying their purpose, God, any attachments, anything that give them the urge to want to look back in their past, God, I just ask you to remove it and you just take away that attachment that they hold on so tight to, God. And I don't want to say thank you, God, from the bottom of my heart, God. I don't say thank you for using me, God. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for covering my life. Thank you for making my health better. Thank you for letting me be Layla's mom, God. I just want to say thank you for everything you have done. Thank you for using me. Thank you for using me to break generation curses, God. Thank you for using me to touch women. Thank you for giving me another chance after chance, God. Thank you for being there 
when no one wasn't. Thank you for the godly sadness days that produce these days, God, that I'm currently changing and blooming to be this beautiful woman of God, Lord. I just want to say thank you. I cover my best friend. I cover my family. I cover my friends. I cover anyone that's connected to me, even the ones that's not connected to me, any ones I don't even know. I just ask you cover and protect them, Lord, and you surround them with angels as they sleep and as they wake up. And I ask that, Lord, Whoever is in need of a job, I ask you bless them financially, Lord. I just pray for anyone who's in need of you right now, Lord, that they begin to search you, Lord, and they begin to draw closer to your heart and find you, God, and not let go and don't make anything else around them an idol. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.